If you're suffering from eczema, psoriasis, vitiligo, or rosacea, this podcast is for you. Join me as I explore and share the teachings of Anthony William, medical medium. This is the You Can Heal Your Skin podcast, and trust me, you can do just that. You can heal your skin. I have healed the psoriasis that I struggled with for most of my life, and if my skin can clear up, so can yours. It's all about understanding why we are sick and what we can do to start healing. My name is Sandra Svensson, and I'm so happy to have you here. Hello and welcome to another episode of You Can Heal Your Skin. Today's episode is a special one because I will share my whole healing journey with you. It will include my struggles of living with psoriasis and things I've tried to heal my skin, mistakes I've made along the way, and of course I'll also share what has worked. I hope that it will be inspiring and relatable and that it will somehow motivate you in healing your skin as well. So I first got psoriasis when I was 22 years old. I was living in London. Uh, I was a bartender at TGI Fridays. I was in a beautiful relationship. And yeah, life was pretty good. Life was exciting. uh, And life was fun. And then one day, to me, what seemed out of nowhere... I would have this rash on my body Um, and the first place it showed up was my pubic area. So like on and above my pubic hair is where it showed up for me and I didn't know what it was. The first thing I did was to go see a doctor. Uh, My boyfriend was with me and the way this doctor treated me, he treated me so poorly it, the whole experience made my boyfriend almost faint. Um, he was horrified with the whole experience and had to leave because he was getting sick. Um, he was basically just shouting at me. I don't, know, I don't even remember what he was telling me. I've blocked it all out. But he was shouting at me and saying that it was my fault and that I had this rash. And after that, uh, since it was in my pubic area, I went to gynecologists. And I went to see a lot of gynecologists. I mean, a lot. And what they did, they said it was a fungal infection. So they gave me medication for that. Of course, it wasn't a fungal infection, so the medication didn't work. And I've never been one to like medication. And I've never been one to take medication, you know, if I don't really, really have to. But this was, this itch was driving me crazy. So... I was like, I'm, I'm willing to try anything. Never worked. So I waited six months, went to another gynecologist. They gave, said the same thing. This is a fungal infection. You need to take this medication. Uh, and that was just like a constant loop that I was in. Um, until one day I just said, it's not a fungal infection. Because it was. if it was, then it would work. All these things that you're prescribing me, it would help if it was a fungal infection, but it isn't. But nobody was able to tell me what it was. Nobody was able to tell me what was wrong with me. So I just lived with this itch for years and years and years. And nobody knew about it because it was in an area that was hidden. It was also in an area that you couldn't really scratch in public. That would 
that wouldn't really look good. Um, so I would just like kind of keep it to myself. I wanted to crawl out of my skin. I wanted to just oh, get out of my body. And I would sit at like a, a dinner with friends and family and it would itch like crazy and I couldn't do anything about it. So then I would get up and I would go to the bathroom and I could just stay in there for five minutes, just scratching, just to try to get some relief. And then I would go back out again and just socialize and trying to behave like I was normal. Um, so yeah, most people around me had no idea that I was suffering from this. And I also didn't know what it was. Like, I didn't know what to call it. I didn't know what was happening. So it wasn't easy for me to communicate either. But I basically felt like there was something wrong with me, like something faulty with my body. Now, the first boyfriend I had, the he was very kind. He was very understanding and considerate. The tough thing when it came to our relationship is that it would get worse when we had sex because, because the sweat and the friction made it itch a lot more. So I would always feel worse afterwards. So, of course, I wanted to get rid of this. I didn't want to live with this. So what I did is that I kept going to gynecologists like once a year, but I would still not get any answers. And one boyfriend I had later on in life, he felt sorry for himself when I was scratching in the night. Like, poor guy. It was so hard for him to live with someone who had psoriasis. And he pretty much demanded that I should go and see someone about it because how hard it was for him to live with. There's compassionate people and there's not so compassionate people. Anyway, a big shift for me was when I was about 32 years old and I was watching Embarrassing Bodies, an English TV show where people would show up to like specialist doctors and uh, show up different symptoms they have on their bodies. And there was a girl going in to see the doctors who had this rash and itch on her around her pubic area, around her pubic hair. And she was explaining, she was like, she was talking to them and it was like, it was my, it was my story. Like we had lived exactly the same life. And I was just in awe of like, what? There's somebody else out there who has this as well. And then they diagnosed her with psoriasis. And I was like, wow, wow, it's psoriasis. Because a few years before I saw this TV show, there was one gynecologist who told me that, no, this is not a fungal infection. Your skin is just dry. So what you need to do, you need to put some olive oil on it. You need to sleep naked so you, your skin can breathe and, and things like that. But to then realize that it was psoriasis that I had was just a, a big moment for me because Nobody, no doctor, no gynecologist, nobody had been able to diagnose my condition. But now, being 32 years old, I was just certain. I was certain that it was psoriasis that I had. And about two years after realizing that it was psoriasis, then it spread to both my forearms. And, and with my arms, I mean, at least I could scratch them in public. And I was, believe me, I was scratching. I was scratching all the time. Like, looking back on that time, those years, I was just constantly going into my jumper and scratching my skin. Like, removing my jumper and scratching my skin, like, all the time. And then, you know, when the skin started to change on my arms, people around me started noticing and 
And they said, like, whoa, what happened with your skin? You need to go see your doctor. And I'm like, I've lived with this for 12 years. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, it's not a big deal. And I didn't want to go to the doctor. I mean, partly because of the experience that I had had. But also, I mean, even as a young child, I would refuse penicillin. And I'm not saying they're never good. Sometimes they're very good. But, but in general, to rely on pharmaceuticals for health, I've never, I've never been a fan of that approach. It's just never felt right to me. So to put some kind of steroid on my skin was never an option. And that's why I tried to find other solutions. And that's why my quest for healing was mostly trying different diets. So I tried to change the food that I was eating in order to see if that would change anything. So I'm going to share a few of the things that I've tried. The first thing I tried was the alkaline diet, which is basically you you look at the pH of different foods and uh, you want to create a more alkaline state in your body and not eat as many acidic forming foods. And eating this way, my body felt like it felt great overall. Um, I lost weight, I had lots of energy, my skin was glowing. There were loads of good things, but my psoriasis, it stayed exactly the same. So it, it didn't do anything to my disease. It didn't do anything to my skin. And the thing I didn't like with this diet is that I couldn't eat lots of fruits. So say watermelon, for example. I love watermelon. I'm completely obsessed with watermelon. Um, but I wasn't allowed to eat that because it had too much sugar in it. And they claimed that that was creating acid in my body. Uh, and this was the hardest part for me. And also the part that didn't really feel right. Like, what could possibly be wrong with eating watermelon? But I stuck to this diet for a solid two to three years. And then I went into a pretty deep depression for about two years. I was working in a job that I really, really, really didn't like. It wasn't the right environment for me. And so I, and I kind of lost myself for a little while there. And then it was hard to keep up with the diet, you know? So then I just started eating what I could, basically, just to stay alive. And some of my good habits had stayed, like I did lots of sprouts and, you know, like I ate okay. But I didn't have the energy to care too much at this time. Um, it was a time of a lot of emotional eating, uh, a lot of drinking, and holding on to chocolate for dear life. Chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. It felt like it saved my life at that time. But And a few years after that, I started to feel better. I didn't really, I wasn't too strict and I didn't follow like a certain diet. Um, and then I moved to another country. I met that selfish boyfriend that I mentioned before. And he was a vegetarian. So I thought, great, vegetarian, not a problem. I can do that. But you can be a vegetarian and eat horribly. Uh, and this is what he did. So this is what I did. Uh, I followed him and how he was living. It just felt easier that way. Uh, and it was not healthy. I ate a lot of bread, a lot of butter, pasta, vegetarian sausages and stuff like that. And my psoriasis got worse, for sure. And now I understand why. Like, looking back at it, I can completely understand why it was worse for me during this time. Anyway, it was a very destructive relationship. Um which also took a toll on my well-being and on my health. 
it was very stressful. And after a few too many years of staying in it, I finally managed to break away from it. So I returned to Sweden and after some time of just looking after myself emotionally, because that is really what I needed, um, then I went vegan. It was quite easy to stick to this diet because I had been a vegetarian for a long time and, you know, it wasn't a big adjustment for me. But no major change in how I felt and no change whatsoever with my psoriasis. So no change with my skin. And then I decided to try another thing. So I added on the raw food diet. So I went raw food and vegan. And I felt a bit more energized eating like this and could feel myself slowly feeling better. Not so much with my skin, but more my general health. Because my psoriasis had gotten worse. And every time it got worse, it kind of stayed there. So it never went back or like it didn't come and go. It was just constant. So if if it had spread, you know, then it stayed there. But I would be um, eating raw food, vegan diet, and I would have chia pudding with loads of nut butter for breakfast. Or I would have a large smoothie, but I would always have some raw food balls on the side. So I would always, without fail, have fat for breakfast every single day. And I believe I ate fully raw for about a year or two. And then I just got fed up of feeling restricted and I started adding in cooked foods again. I still stayed vegan for a while though. And then shortly after that, uh, I had a year where I was trying to save money. So what I did is that I created a food budget that I was going to stick to. So I started buying less fresh fruit and vegetables. And I added in pastas, eggs and things like that and uh, my psoriasis got a lot worse a lot worse I mean I saved money for sure I saved quite a lot of money that year but my skin was at its worst ever so I decided it wasn't worth it I came off the eggs and the pasta uh, and I went back to eating more or less vegan again uh, at, at least when I was at home and then when I was eating out or going to friends' houses and things like that, uh, I would usually eat what they served. But at home, I was, you know, more and more going back to the way that I used to eat, like more fresh fruits and vegetables. Uh, I also tried eating an anti-inflammatory diet for almost a year, I would say. And it did nothing for my health, you know, and it definitely didn't do anything to my psoriasis. I don't really have many memories from this year, like... I don't know, I, I wasn't a fan of that diet. So during these almost two decades that I tried changing my diet and I've tried different things, what I found really would help me a little bit was salt water and sun. Like it would always get a little bit better in the summer. Like it wouldn't disappear, it wouldn't get smaller, but it would be less irritated, less dry, less flaky. It would just be a little bit calmer in the summer. And also the same with like living a stress-free life. When there was no stress in my life, my skin was always a little bit better. I mean, it never reversed anything. It just made it a little bit more calm. So yeah, like I said, I spent almost two decades trying different diets. And it was disheartening to see that it never did any changes to my skin. Like I tried so many things but nothing made any difference whatsoever. And at times it felt quite hopeless. And like, sometimes I just thought, 
I'm just gonna have to accept that I'm that I'm gonna live with this forever. But then there was always a part of me that came back and said, no, Sandra, you can heal this, you can heal this, keep going. But yeah, it was a struggle for sure, um, not seeing any results. And, and I honestly felt many times that I wasn't good enough, like I was faulty or my body was faulty. And, you know, I might as well be single, like who would be interested in me and my itchy skin anyway? So, yeah, there was definitely some kind of lack of confidence and just feeling broken somehow. And then for Christmas 2018, I got the medical medium book from a close friend of mine. And I read it all in a few days and I found it very fascinating. Uh, I started doing the celery juice a while after that. Uh, and I did it daily for a couple of months. And then I went on holiday and I missed the celery juice terribly when I was away but when I came back home I just I didn't do it for some reason I didn't pick it back up again and I just kind of fell out of that habit and then when the pandemic came I found myself in quarantine on my own for two weeks so I watched a lot of tv I did some jigsaw puzzles I slept a lot I spoke to friends on the phone for hours and Another thing I did was to read the liver rescue book that I had ordered, but never got around to reading. And this was amazing because in this book, he really talks about psoriasis and the root cause to psoriasis and, and all of that. And this was very emotional for me to read because I had been searching for, I think, 18 years at that time uh, for an answer and nothing. Like all I would ever hear was, you can't cure psoriasis, this is an autoimmune disease, your body has started to attack itself and you're going to have to live with this forever. So to hear somebody else say something other than that and to be the only one to give us a root cause and then to give us the tools to actually be able to heal it as well. I mean, that was like the first big step in my healing journey, I would say, just to understand what was happening in my body that was massive that was such a big day for me or or that was such a big moment for me so as soon as my quarantine was over april 1st 2020 i went out and bought myself lots of celery and i started doing lemon water and celery juice in the morning followed by the liver rescue smoothie for breakfast and and this was the only things that changed apart from that i ate exactly the same as before and after about three to four months, the skin on my right forearm was completely healed. Not a trace left of my psoriasis there. And I don't know, I almost couldn't believe it. I was like looking at it all the time. It's like, wow, it's not there. It felt amazing. And this, of course, motivated me to keep going and to go deeper and deeper. So I went back through the books and I started reading more and more. And I started looking at the troublemaker foods and started to eliminate most of them or some of them just having like once in a while. And about nine months into my healing journey, I did my first, I did my first 369 liver cleanse, which was an amazing experience. I really felt like I was heading in the right direction and uh, that I was starting to understand what my body actually needed. But I also made a lot of stupid mistakes this first year. So at the same time that I was trying to eliminate troublemakers, I also introduced some of them back into my life. 
I mean, come on, <laughs> why? Um, so yeah, I listened to a Swedish expert on female hormonal health. So what I did is that I introduced some meat that I wasn't really eating before because I was mainly vegan. And, you know, that wasn't that bad though. What was worse was that I introduced butter. So I started to eat steamed potatoes because medical medium said that steamed potatoes are the most healing. But then I would mash them with a fork and put butter all over it and so that the butter melted and it would taste divine, you know. But And then I would eat it with some prawns sometimes, sometimes just as it was and sometimes with prawns. And, you know, I thought I was in heaven. This was amazing. But after a month or two of eating this quite a lot, my skin just, you know, it got so much worse again. And I didn't even have an issue with my hormonal health to start with, so I don't know why I was following her advice. And she was also criticizing medical medium openly, and I felt a bit conflicted about that because, you know, the skin on my right arm had cleared up completely. So, I mean, it can't be that bad, right? What am I not getting? Anyway, not only did I bring in dairy, I would completely ruin my potatoes by eating them with fat. Anyway, so my skin got worse, and I understood exactly where I had gone wrong, and I came off the butter, and I came off the seafood, and I kept eating meat for a few more months, like occasionally, but then I just felt like oh, it was so greasy, and, and that I wanted to eat food that was more fresh. And... Another mistake I made in the beginning was to eat a lot more fruit. I mean, that's not a mistake. Fruit's great. But what I would do is that I would always combine it with fat. So I could eat so many red apples because red apples were good. But I would always, always cover them with tahini. So this was one of my favorite things. Apple slices dipped in tahini sauce. I mean, I wouldn't have it for breakfast, but I would definitely have it for lunch or as a snack right after lunch. I mean, every day. I used to have this every day. And it was just way too much. And it was really holding me back in my healing, but I just had no idea. So what else did I do? Oh, I didn't, I didn't bring in the heavy metal detox smoothie until January of 21. So that's about nine months into my healing journey. Maybe I wouldn't label that as a mistake because I just didn't know about it. But sometimes I wish I would have started doing it from the beginning as the this smoothie is, you know, key to healing psoriasis. And I also didn't realize that it's a good idea to filter the celery juice to strain it. I had an old juicer that worked pretty great, but it didn't come with an extra filter or anything. So I would just drink it as it came out with quite some fiber left. And that whole first year uh, of me doing medical medium, I had a runny tummy. And it would last all morning, every morning, pretty much every morning. And as soon as I realized that it's a good idea to strain it, and even better to double strain it, it all changed. So my stool was a lot more balanced and solid again, and I felt more free in my life, like I could leave my house for half an hour to go do some shopping or something. But yeah, not straining it, that was a huge mistake. Is there some other mistake I made? Um, I'm sure there are plenty, like plenty. Uh, yeah, I wasn't aware that you shouldn't mix watermelon with other foods um, as it's not good for digestion. So I would happily add it to my salads that I had for dinner. And it wasn't great, uh, but I wouldn't say that 
this is a mistake that hindered me that much in my healing. But these were the major ones, I guess. However, I learned from them and I realized what I was doing. And I think that sometimes mistakes are the things we learn from the most. Like I'm 100% certain now that dairy is not good for my skin. I just know it. I've felt it. So when I kind of understood all these mistakes that I made um, and I tried to shift my ways, my focus turned to the troublemaker foods and really, really eliminating them. And as of April 2021, I have been a lot more strict when it comes to my food. Like I don't eat any troublemakers. Like once in a while, some olive oil might slip in or some coconut aminos, but nothing from the first levels ever and very, very, very rarely from any other level. I also started looking at the way I combined my food. This was very important to me. This is something I didn't understand in the beginning. And I also started to look at the fat intake. When I was eating fat in the day and what kind of fat I was eating, I started bringing my own food everywhere I went, like religiously. And yeah, my skin just kept getting better and better. I shifted from eating a lot of the neutral food or filler foods and I started to focus on basically just eating healing foods. I kept doing the 369 cleanses every other or every third month or so. And at the time of this recording, I've done 15 of them and I will keep going. Uh, some people do them on a loop and just keep going, but this didn't feel right for me. Like this wasn't my journey. I needed some time to relax in between, I needed to have a break, and then psych myself up for another round, and do it when I felt excited about doing it. And so this is what worked best for me. Could I have healed faster by doing more of the 369 cleanses? Certainly, without a doubt. But I also think it's important to do it at your own pace and, and kind of enjoy every step of the journey. So I didn't want to push myself and turn this into another thing where I could be efficient and put pressure on myself to perform. Like I wanted to relax, I wanted to have fun, and I was okay with letting it happen slowly. I'm at the point now where I've healed 98% of my psoriasis, and I couldn't be happier about it. Has it been hard? <laughs> yes. Yes and no. Because I've done it quite slowly, I feel like it's been fairly easy, the hard part for me has been finding new dishes to cook. Uh, I was at a point about one year in where I felt like I just had no idea what to eat. So it took me a while to get over that hurdle. Like that was hard for me. That was a big struggle. But now I have plenty of options that I absolutely love. And being consistent has been quite easy because I've seen results. So that has really helped me stay motivated. And I've also seen results that go way beyond my psoriasis. So by feeding my body what it actually needs, I have seen results like age spots decreasing and disappearing, cleaner skin with more glow, no issues with my period, not losing as much hair, less hyperpigmentation, no urinary tract issues, feeling peaceful, straighter teeth, no body odor, stronger teeth, stronger nails, more energy, better breath, less cellulite, better focus, thicker hair, and weight loss. And 
seeing these results have helped tremendously. Like it has really, really kept me inspired. I would say that one of the hardest parts has been patience. Maybe I'm not known for having great patience. I don't know. <laughs> but this, if anything, has taught me the value of being patient. So it has honestly changed me as a person. And I'm much more calm and patient now. Like, it's such a big difference. I've also been one of the lucky ones who hasn't experienced any flares. Like, I don't really know why. I know there's a higher chance of getting them if you've been on steroids or some kind of medication for years. And I never have been. Uh, so that could be part of the reason. Another thing is that I think my liver is fairly strong and can handle quite a lot, even though it's been struggling for a long time. But more than anything, I just think I'm lucky. I'm, I'm lucky to have seen a slow, gradual improvement of my symptoms. I've also been changing things on my protocol on a regular basis. I, I've never been too rigid with my protocol. And I've been trying to see what feels best for me. And I believe this is a key to healing as well, like being adaptable and being curious. So I thought I'd share a little bit about how my timeline has been when it comes to my skin. So I've had three patches in total, my pubic area and my left and right forearm. This is where I've had my psoriasis. And the right forearm was completely clear as of the summer of 2020, after only three to four months of a slow detox. And then I had a slow and gradual decline of all the other patches, like they would slowly, slowly get smaller and smaller. And round my pubic hair and above my pubic hair, that was completely healed as of September 2022. And the left forearm then, um, it has a tiny, tiny bit left. It's a bit wrinkly, but not at all as bumpy, dry, flaky and irritated as it used to be. It's a big difference. Sometimes, at certain points during the day, or, you know, certain days, it's a little bit more red. But sometimes I have to look closely to even see that it's there at all. Um, so I know it won't be long until it's gone completely. You know, I don't want to put any pressure on myself and say that it will be gone in the next couple of months. You know, it might be. It might be gone next week. Honestly, it might be gone next week. But it could also take another year. And either way, it's fine, because I've got my life back. I got my life back. The itching was by far the hardest thing for me. It, it really honestly made me want to crawl out of my own skin. And it would pretty much drive me crazy. And the hardest part about that was that it was constant. So there was like never any relief from it. Like ever. It was there, day and night, every day. And that itching went away within the first year of my healing journey. And since that happened, I'm not as desperate anymore. I can take it. And, you know, it can take time. That's fine. It doesn't matter. I'm all right. So as my itching has gone away, I also feel a lot more confident. I'm not so worried about dating anybody in the same way. I don't have to worry about sharing a bed with someone and then constantly waking us both up with my scratching and feeling a little bit embarrassed about that. I feel free. I feel free now. And the rashes weren't really the issue when it comes to my confidence. It was more the itching for me, the scratching. And I actually feel like I'm more in love with my body now than I've ever been before. And that is a direct result of being on this journey. Like there's something so beautiful about feeding your body what it wants and what it needs. 
and doing it all the time. And the body then responding by clearing up symptom by symptom by symptom. It's something very intimate. Um, and the more I've learned and the more love I've given my body, the easier it has become to, you know, to appreciate all that it does for me. So this medical medium lifestyle is for life for me. There is no way I will ever go back and not give my body what it wants and what it needs. There's no way I'll start feeding it crap again. I just won't do that. Because I've learned too much, I've understood too much, and I've felt, I've felt it in my body. I've felt what it's like living like this. And in the future, I might not be as strict as I am right now, or as focused on just eating healing foods. In the future, I might introduce some gluten-free oats, some rice pasta, etc. But I will see what happens in the future. My focus right now is still on healing my psoriasis and to be rid of it forever. And one thing that has been crucial for my healing is to read the books by Anthony William, Medical Medium. They are so special. I really recommend that you read them. And I would recommend Liver Rescue and Cleanse to Heal especially. Because these are great books to start with when you want to heal eczema, psoriasis, vitiligo or rosacea. I keep coming back to these books all the time, and I will keep coming back to them for the rest of my life. They are some of my most valued possessions. So, with my journey, you know, changing my diet, changing my lifestyle and all of this, it's been a lot to take in, which is why you also make mistakes in the beginning. I mean, that's okay, that's normal. And often it can take time to piece together the information, but eventually I saw the bigger picture and I could understand exactly what my body needed. But uh, it's not only about getting the bigger picture. It's also very important to understand the tiny, tiny details. And when I finally understood all of this and I could see that I was actually healing, like I could see it, something happened inside of me and it was like somebody had turned on a light bulb. Like I have to help other people heal their skin. Like, I understand this. I've done it. I know how to do it. And to me, like, this is, this is something that I've been waiting for my whole life. I've been looking for my purpose for 46 years. And now it's here. It's, it's right here, right in front of me. And, you know, it was totally worth the wait. It was absolutely worth the wait. So... I really hope that you are feeling brave enough to get started on your healing journey or strong enough to continue if you've already started. Like you can totally do this. Like if I can heal my psoriasis that I had for 24 years, then you can heal your skin too. And healing is such a great learning opportunity. I don't know about you, but I love learning. I love growing. Um, and this healing journey has been one of my greatest teachers. It's all about having patience, a lot of patience. It's about being open and curious and trying new things. It's about setting boundaries and setting new standards for yourself. It's about loving yourself and your body. It's about prioritizing your health and what feels good for you. It's about putting yourself first. And it's about cooperating with your body day in and day out. It's about being the best team partner possible for your body. And all of this then spills over into your life and will change you in many, many ways for the better. 
And another thing I forgot to mention is the emotional healing and the soul healing that happens as you heal your physical body. Because nothing is separated. It's all a part of us. It's all one. So when you heal one aspect, uh, you heal the others as well. And you know, I've never felt as peaceful or calm as I do now before in my life. Like not even close. I love the way I feel now. I love the way I know myself even better now than I did before. It's hard to put into words just how much I've healed spiritually and emotionally. But I feel stronger than ever. Like, I am strong now. And I love it. Anyway, that is my healing journey. This is what I've been through, healing my psoriasis. I'm sure I've forgotten so many things. But this is the gist of it, you know? So... Please be aware that you too can heal your skin. The autoimmune theory is a big fat lie, so please don't be fooled by that. If you're not sure what I'm talking about, please go back to episode one and have a listen. You can do this, you can heal your skin. I believe in you and your body's ability to heal. I'm always rooting for you, always. Thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned, stay positive. And please know that your liver and your skin is praying for you to give it what it wants and what it needs. It's all up to you. Talk to you soon. I'm so happy to have you here. I know what it's like to feel like a prisoner in your own body, to want to crawl out of your own skin every now and then. This information has truly changed my life. I finally feel free in my own skin. I finally feel peaceful in my skin. And I want the same for you, my friend. I really do. With this podcast, I hope to be able to inspire you and help you forward in your healing. If you're new to all of this and you're looking for some guidance to get started, then I've got you covered. I've created a free mini course that is also called You Can Heal Your Skin where you will learn all the basics. And if you've been on your healing journey for a while and you feel like you're a bit stuck maybe and in need of a helping hand, then please go ahead and book a one-on-one coaching session with me so I can help you move forward with healing your skin. You can find all the details at my website, sandrasvensson.com or by clicking the links in the show notes. podcast and its content are presented for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, treatment or prescription. Make sure you consult your doctor if you have a condition that requires medical attention. Please do not ignore medical advice or postpone medical appointments because of something you have heard on the You Can Heal Your Skin podcast.